Welcome to Kishu's for our first official podcast here. It's an experiment. It's going to be an open seat. I do plan to have a guest at some point. I'm looking at someone right now whose name is Mel. And she's more than just a wait, uh, bartender at uh, Fekete Chunya. What's the name of it? Fekete what? Kucha, not Chunya. Me as uh, Chunya. Anyway, I'm still learning my Hungarian. We are just uh, having a little warm up here, so uh, enjoy the, the, the ambience. If I'm going to be talking most, I might as well have the mic. All right, so transferring shitty, shitty quality uh, tobacco from one packet to a fresh. It's not even worth doing it. Hey, Benny, do you want to have that? There might be little bits inside. You could catch some flecks of gold if you uh, pan hard enough. You can have it if you want. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. No problem. You give it for a friend. He is homeless. Yeah, fair enough. Even better. I don't smoke this tobacco. Just Pueblo. It's shit, Just man. a Spanish one. That Pueblo blue. Yeah. I used to smoke Pueblo blue, man. Yeah. yeah. Pueblo blue was my uh, aposmic. <laughs> and then Yaz would smoke Pueblo yellow. Yes, she had to be different. Yeah. Let me try something here. <laughs> that kind of works. Hey, uh, do me a favor. Sit in that seat for a second. Benny. What you want? Just sit in that seat for one second. Okay, talk, man. Say something. See ya, Choka. Okay, you're number... See ya, Okay. Now try again. Say again. Say whatever, whatever. See ya, whatever. See ya, Joker. Ah, perfect, perfect. All right, I'm gonna turn mine down. Let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. Let's go. You have lights on us. Hey, Danny, where you going, man? I thought you were gonna sit down and do a podcast for five minutes. I'm I'm uh, going now for weed. Don't say that. It's a podcast. You have to take responsibility for what you say here. But I have to go for weed now. For a wee, okay, fine, 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 fine. Ah, <laughs> you are recording yes, now. fucking hell, Bosman. But I don't, I don't want it. This is like rape. To to record me, it's a rape. <laughs> <laughs> and that was. Uh, I need a nickname for him. Okay. He's uh, the handsome. He's the handsome gypsy. Yeah, yeah, come back, come back, come back. It's open. It's open for anyone to go. You want to come and join? Okay. You say you have nothing to say, old man. What to say then? Whatever you want. If I have to say something, I don't say. Yeah, okay. If you have something to say, you let me know. So it's an open uh, chair, guys. I usually attract a lot of people to talk to. Knowing Murphy, tonight will be one of those nights where the, the seats remain empty. But hopefully we can crack through these thick exteriors that uh, we call the Hungarian facade. They are Jewish, so uh, they do love a chat. In the meantime, we're here in uh, Kishizem. I'll give you some running commentary. Places are uh, crumbling brick veneer. 
It's a, a corner shape because it sits on a corner of Kisti uh, Ofa and Dobutsa uh, in the 7th district. And uh, I affectionately refer to it as a jubar. But uh, it's officially not a jubar, but it's kind of underground, it is a jubar. Jews work here, Jews come here, Jews talk here, Jews uh, laugh and carry on. And, uh, and they are very, they are my people from my mother's side, I guess. But uh, not only that, but they're just downright good blokes. And uh, I refer to females in that uh, painting of the same brush. They play great music. They tolerate uh, sociopaths like uh, Menush, who's a local artist um, who uh, paints portraits, promises to sell them to you, and then sells them behind your back for a little bit of extra money. Yeah, but who's, uh, who's judging you? Musicians come here, artists come here, literature people, programmers, tech heads, students. Um, a lot of the people working in the hospitality world uh, frequent this place. All you have to do is listen in. David, David, when do you finish, man? So David is uh, my boy behind the bar, and he's uh, what I call the uh, uh, wait, 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 the rabbi. Oh, he's so busy. He's, so, he's pure in white every night, but uh, he's so busy. When you get a, uh, a moment, David, I thought your shift was up. A regular uh, wave of uh, characters do come through here, so uh, we'll see what happens here on a Wednesday night, our first official podcast, Kishuzen. This is Opesh, and this is Joker. Six minutes for a tea. But you do the full ke- uh, pot and... Uh, it's, it's an easy tea, because Arabic means it's really easy. Just a tea and some cane sugar, and that's it. It's my favorite tea. Uh, it's your favorite to make, not to drink. Suchong, wow, six minutes. Ay, 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 ay. I've never seen a man stress about tea so much than David behind the bar. Every other way, every other drink, he's slicking onto it. Even with the coffees. How you going, man? Yeah, good. Oh, wait. Majorvaj. Majorvaj. Are you Hungarian? No. Ah, okay. That's why you couldn't understand me. Where are you from, then? Holland. Ah, Dutch. Definitely Dutch. But uh, I bet you're not from Amsterdam. You know, uh, Holland is only so big, yeah? yeah? But every time I ask someone, uh, where are you from? And they say Holland. I say, where are you from? Are you from Amsterdam? They say, no, I'm from... And then they say a town, which I've never heard of before. And then the next person I'll meet will say a town that is not that town and a completely different town. I, how many towns are there in Holland, man? Because there must be one every five, 10 meters because it seems like I've met so many people from so many different towns but never from Amsterdam. Yeah, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it like big, because it's flat, right? Is it just squares of uh, towns, like like a chess piece or something? Uh, like, yeah, 
have like one part of Holland which is as far as nothing and then This is a podcast, yeah, you realize? <laughs> you don't mind you don't mind. It's not live, it's it's just a recording that I, I publish later. Alright. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's your name, man? I'm Rick. You? What is it? Rick. Rick? Yeah. Like uh, when I think of the name Rick, I think of Walking Dead. Rick Grimes, you know Rick Grimes, what's it, Rick Grimes or some shit? He was one of my heroes until he, uh, until the seasons got boring. Yeah, check it out. It's a whole new world. It's like having a superhero. This is like Superman here. You can still hear me from here, I think. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Yep. Am I coming through on this side as well? Yeah, man. Yeah, so it's like having superhero and superhero. So Robbie has entered into the building. What's going on here? People are singing or singing. Robbie, how are you, man? Oh, oh. Ah, look at this jacket. It looks like something from a Matrix movie or <laughs> no, no, from Once Upon a Time in the West, the Sergio Leone movie with uh, Charles Bronson, and uh, the the villains used to they wore these coats, man. They were called the yellow coats. Oh, I love this fashion. Are you here to study the conquering or are you here to do the conquering? Uh, I don't know, it's probably both. I just come out from the synagogue. Probably it's time for a beer or coffee. I don't know which. I don't drink at all. You don't drink at all. How do they make money from you then, man? Sorry? How do these guys make money from you then? Uh, <laughs> How can you tolerate his presence if he doesn't buy anything? <laughs> I don't know, I uh, drink coffee. Yeah, so you, you attract people to the world. Ah, my favorite song, man. Enjoy. Oh, my God. 
sorry, Daddy. I'm running back and forth to the Yeah. 
Where the fuck is everyone? Oh, sorry. Spoke too loud. Robbie. Do you, would you like to take a seat? Even if it's for five minutes, my friend. No problem. Do you want a beer or something? No, thanks. Do you already have a drink? Yeah. What is this? What are you drinking? Syrup water. Syrup? I don't know. Uh, strawberry water. Uh, okay. Is it uh, alcoholic? No. You don't drink? No. But you spend the majority of your afternoons in the bar? Well, I'm working at night in a hotel as a receptionist. That's the Marriott you're working at? Sorry? The Marriott? Which no. hotel? Hotel Rumor. Okay. And so you come here to warm up before you do work? Uh, yes, you might say so. When you walk in here, is it uh, good morning, Yoriko? Or is it Yolestet uh, Kivanok? When you greet people? Well, uh, since I'm working in night time and my biorhythm changed to work, this period, it's, let's say it's usually at afternoon and nowadays the afternoon is just just before the but you the have evening. a nice uh, a nice window of free time hours leading up to your uh, work because i see you you come and you study the what is the official name of this game you play oh I, i'm a gamer i play in all kind of things uh, usually, usually the only common thing is about that is this all related with with uh, human history. Yes, 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 yes. I love history. But what is the name of this game? So what I'm playing usually on computer, that's the Crusader Kings. And it is historically uh, accurate? The most accurate uh, within the genre. genre. Uh, it's a paradox interactive game with a very low quality graphic and high quality historical accuracy. Aha, so if you make impacts in the uh, the game, does it alter the history of... Uh, yes. It does? Yes, it, it does. It provides alternatives by your consequences of your actions. Uh, not just my actions, but uh, because the, bo uh, the, 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 the game uh, algorithm Re uh, reacts very realistically according the 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 the, the school of you made. not just my choices. Uh, for example, in uh, one of the major things which makes these paradox games funny that that the that the decision of the other other figures. I won't say the players because the the AI I'm speaking about. Yeah, the AI is, are bots. Uh, I guess. They, these are, these are very. Very, very calculated. Very, very, uh, very, very, very human kind. So when we're speaking wow. about uh, the, the grand strategy games, that these uh, we're speaking about. Uh, sorry, it's a normal cigarette. Oh, thanks. Uh, that that uh, these algorithms speaks uh, whispers into the ears of the advisors of politicians since <laughs> two decades. <laughs> so we, we are living in an age when when uh, when we're speaking about power. So these games are about power politics and power me mechanics. Things like the enemy of your enemy is but your best friend. But how does a computer know what is power and how to draw its own uh, artificial choices? 
based on this? Yes, because in a political game, for example, uh, it's it's changing in the Middle Age, and, and it's changing between yeah, the constant. Kind of, what's the metric to measure a successful empire in, in the uh, Middle Age? Two hundred years ago, in the Middle Age. No, no, no two hundred years, years ago. So two hundred years ago, which matters, it's more about manpower and the industrial yeah, capacity. Of course. In the Middle Age, it's more about manpower, money. Uh, that in, uh, income, I mean, and mostly and physical power, surely. Physical, uh, yes, yes, of course, uh, army, armament. Military. And when we're speaking, for example, you, you know, the, the base of and prestige. 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 So how much, you know, you are so powerful as much the people think you are powerful. Ah, you know, they used to have a song about the, uh, the, the horsemen riding in on the plains from. Uh, uh, the Ural Mountains, you know, your Hungarian tribesmen. There was a song, I think, around the areas, maybe in, uh, towards Austria or maybe even Croatia, where they would sing a song about the riders on horseback with the arrows. And it was a fearful song. Oh, yes. This prestige of these tribes went beyond them riding and uh, striking fears into the hearts of the exactly. the, the areas that the, the Magyar used to regularly raid and pillage and fucking and be a, a sword for hire for. Prestige goes a long way. Yes, prestige matters a lot in history, in power. And you know, his, history or the history of the states as we're speaking about it, because you know, uh, when we're speaking about history, it's mostly about uh, excavation of um, representative buildings yes. and readings, uh, books which been printed in somebody's bookshop. Yes. Uh, a snapshot of thought and uh, system and 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 usually and, and you know uh, but is there going to be a time when uh, there is a limit to how much we can find about the past like for example uh, artifacts that we discover now that are a thousand years old in a thousand years time those still uh, unfound artifacts that uh, are still maybe there, buried under the soil, yeah, which is uh, still no, two, no, now no, two thousand. Buried after tons of plastic. It must Not be gone. Soil. It will be, it'll be <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Lost, lost, lost. No. Because uh, uh, artifacts of our now twentieth century will now supersede the findings of those buried underneath. You know. The plastic yeah. will be the things well, that we will dig up. You, 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 may, uh, you may find more artifacts from the near past than from the far. Of course. So, it's a shame, though. But I mean, but as well, our technology is developed. So, n let's say since the modern, uh, since the X-ray, we yes. founding much yep. more artifacts, uh, and who knows what else we will invent to to discover more or analyze more. Do you think there will be a solution to the plastic problem in our lifetime? In a certain way, I think so. I think we need a solution. Uh, the problem is that maybe the solution is related with our lifetime. What do you mean? No human, no plastic. Oh. You know, when, we, when you know, the so-called rationalist people always forget that if we are so intelligent as we are, it's hard to imagine that the universe which created us is not intelligent on its own. 
we are not the most intelligent. Of course not. And probably, you know, some higher power might can decide that the only way to save life on Earth to destroy humanity from us. What do you think the COVID virus is here for, man? Uh, if, if it is not a government-controlled uh, release, it is a sign from God Let that uh, people are living too long. As a historian, okay? In the first European history book, which which is uh, which is history book and not legendary like the like the. Heraclitus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Heraclitus. So, Tukitides, speaking about Peloponnesian War. Yeah. And guess what? There was a big epidemic in his city. He was, he, he went through on this epidemic as well. That was a very famous epidemic. What he, was the uh, virus? Does anyone remember? Or was it just uh, described very generally? This is the funny, the only person, no, uh, lots of people spoke about, have you read about the Oedipus, King Oedipus? Oedipus? Uh-huh. Oedipus Rex? Uh-huh. That uh, drama was played in a city, smashed by, Athen, smashed by this epidemic, and there were certain, and we know it from Thucydides, who was living in the city according to that time, and when certain prophecies come up, which says and suggest that uh, that uh, that, that it, 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 it might about this that Dorian war shall come and behind that the death. No. So, Thucydides was a very enlightened person who wrote it down. That's why we know that there was rumor about this prophecy. Uh, and it had uh, political consequences. For example, uh, Sophocles, who wrote the play, was in a grinch with Pericles. Okay? Ah. He was the leader. Uh -huh. And as Thucydides realized as well, that probably it's nothing to do with, with prophecies, it has something to do with a, a city built for 5,000 people in a 20 year siege. Giving space for 20,000, the level of hygiene is so low as uh, Thucydides. So, whose fault? Well, it's the fault of the war. All right, but what is the casus belli of the war? The casus belli of the war that Pericles' grandfather was uh, desecrating an altar. And that's. It all came down to that? As the. As for those people who were watching the show, it was. Street knowledge, because that was the official casus belli of the war between Sparta and Athen. Then Sparta made, how you say, um, you know, a, 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 a stop for that. You shouldn't go with. I will not go accept your your uh, prime minister because his grandfather was committed a sacrilege. Sacrilege. And they were not abdicated Pericles, so the war broken out. And indeed, that war caused the epidemic. Jesus Christ. So, so, Socrates. All because of this one fucking act of uh, desecration on a, some no, kind of monument. Of course on, not. Man. Sparta and Athen had serious political division, but the casus belli, the, the cause of war. Cause and effect, my friend. The official cause of the war, unquestionably, was the person of, oh, sorry, of Pericles. So when Sophocles, a couple of years uh, after, uh, Pericles publicly humiliated him, 
He was a, he did he a gave a revenge. Aha. Uh -huh. About saying that you know who's for this epidemic. Yours. This is the importance of and artists and jesters in a courtroom. You know, the jesters, uh, the joker's role is to make sure the public, the public know the humiliating choices that the power make and that they laugh, but they also go, wait, they're laughing, but this is not good, you know. And uh, only the jester has this power over a king. Very interesting what you say because Socrates, uh, no, no, not Socrates, uh, Oedipus, Which one? Which one? Uh, the, writer, the author of, uh, of the Oedipus uh, I just told last time. No, 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 I just told it two minutes ago. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so, yeah, we'll so the, the author so, of so, uh, so, so Sophocles. Sophocles. The author of this. Uh, Sophocles, 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 Oedipus. Yeah, I saw, uh, Oedipus, yeah so the author the of guy Oedipus, was a chosen stratega. A what? A stratega of the war. To understand, dictatorship in Athens was working like next. The dictator was elected. In the same times, the public, the street, was elected transstratega who were. Uh, just as in this example, a poet. Ah, by saying, an established artist to uh, shine the torch on the authorities' decisions. The, the, the kind of, but but with a bit of special because in the, a dictator has a great right of secrecy. A what? A secrecy. You know, a dictator is dictator. So they were not stupid by saying that. All right, we nominate you a dictator, and we choose ten people as your right hand who are not your men. Ah. They must obey you, they must do what you tell, and they cannot speak as long as you dictator. But when you are not dictator anymore, they know everything what you have done ah. during the period. So they can speak then. So they are, your, they are your witnesses. The, you, they are, they are the, uh, the fulcrum. The, uh, the the thing that keeps things in check and balance because kind of. if he knows that what he says and what he does will be eventually known, that's a difference. That can keep him in so check a little bit. Yes. This is like a check system. Yes, uh, it's also a form of power uh, check. Well, democracy is a form of power check. Of course, it's and, important. And it wasn't unknown even in Sparta where there were two king. In her, uh, by Our, dynasty, yeah. inherited dynastically, yeah. not elected, and five F4. Five F4, A4, A4. The five ministers uh -huh. chosen by the ranks of the citizens, you know, oh, citizens are the hoplites, nobody else. The, wash, the, 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 the filthy, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the woman. And the hoplites, oh. the hoplites, you know, the Sparta, yeah, man, yeah, the man of Sparta, yeah, yeah. nobody has citizen. So oh. just that they are very well organized, very, and they are voting. The bolot comes from the bowl, from the pita bread, as they were eating together. Oh, really? And, and during uh, their feast, they were voting. The, all of the units, we're eating in the same room. 140 people in this room, 140 people in this room. And meanwhile they were eating, some question was raised. And all of the people who were eating, they had the pita bread. And if this they, is how they vote? 
and uh, the sla slave dudes went around with uh, and if you put it flat Lopeta that was probably the yes and if you made it into a ball it was no that was the no trust and this so they were just eating. what a great system how what a how practically militaristic fantastic i like it it was working much smoother than the headless thousand-headed Athenian system, especially during wartime, because within within a bloody dinner, five ten questions could be done. So there were the level of the units, the level of the air, and between the, the the people and the kings, the kings were governing by decree and theory, but all of these were done by the elder, the five eldermen of the community. So when the two king uh, yeah, were agreed, yeah. the, the two king was agreed, the F4 had no power. But, the, but whenever the two king was disagree, then it all mattered what, how they, these, publicly elected execution uh, executor yeah, a, a, a tiebreaker what a tiebreaker tie yes, exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. therefore being the tiebreaker this is a good system i like it well our system has merits and faults Don't of course of course but it, I, I like but it but it, it's it, it sounds like a good system in times of war yeah and people forget that Sparta was much more friend of uh, peace. Time out, go for yeah. a cigarette. That was a podcast what you just did right there. Seriously. That is a podcast. Hey, you made it. Ah, good to see you, my friend. Hey, brother, how are you? Sydney, I'm nice. What's your name? Sydney. Sydney? Yes, what I mentioned. Huh? And your name? Joker. Sydney, uh, we have a. My name is Huno. What is it? Huno. Huno. What the name, what origin is this name? Hungarian. Ah, Majarvaj. Hunyor. Hunyor. Huno. Huno. It's like humor only with an, an N. Hunor. Oh, yo. I've never uh, come across this name before. It's, it's an ancient. Old, it's an ancient old, Hungarian. Old Hungarian. And you are? Adoria. Adoria is also another Hungarian. ancient name. Pretty old, yeah. I think so. Joker. Yes, Joker is me. I'm uh, podcasting at the moment, boys. You're welcome to join if you want. Kevin is one of my usual guests, and uh, he talks about. Actually, I have a nickname for him now because uh, I'm Joker. All my friends uh, who I work with, they uh, have uh, 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 comic book villain names, and he is. Uh, you know the new Spider-Man movie. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. You know, I, I saw you have, it already. You yeah. know, Electro. Yeah, he's a fucking Electro. <laughs> not not only because he's black. Okay, okay. okay. let's okay. put the obvious thing away. Because he's uh, with human energy, he has yeah. a lot of, uh, a lot of energy, 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 Electro, Electro. <laughs> what are you guys doing? You just catching up for a couple of drinks or what? Yes. Yeah. yeah, just chilling. He came from Germany, you know. For a few days. We're about. We're from Germany. Uh, from Düsseldorf. Düsseldorf. You know Dresden? Yeah, yeah of course. I used to uh, live uh, a little bit in um, Neustadt. Neustadt? Neustadt is the um, 
the uh, the new the new town of uh, of um, of Dresden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very artistic. Uh, this kind of bar you would find in Neustadt. It's a very artistic street uh, area. It's also where you buy the drugs. Uh, <laughs> but I used to live on that street a little bit. Kevin, so what's up, man? Enjoyed it. I love this podcast. Matrix Four. Blue Peel or Red Peel? Tonight. He, I'm, I'm literally. It's right. It's a podcast. I literally today talked to him. You, you watch the movie? I would, no, I would love to make a podcast myself. Bro, yeah, well, about you, look at this. Is, this is what you do. You, can, you, can, you can talk to me here if you want. If you want to talk, sit, 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 man. Take the white chair. Okay, I'm taking it. I should have pills, actually, you know, red and blue, before they come on the podcast. One should be ecstasy, and the other one should be like a, a fucking a kaput pill. What's your name again? Hunor. Hunor, like humor, but with an N. Yes, exactly. Hunor. And you, if you were doing a podcast, Hunor, what would be? Everyone asks, what is your? When I say a podcast, the number one question: What is it about? What my podcast would be about? Um, it would be about um, the the differences between East European politics and and culture and um, Western European culture and politics. The reason for that is that um, I am Hungarian, but my uh, my roots come from a Hungarian ethnicity, which is CK. I don't know if you know. I know CK. Yeah. Yeah. This so, is uh, Transylvania, isn't it? Exactly. It's Transylvania. Both of my parents come from there, and. Yep. Um, the, the CK people, they are... Um, They're warriors, aren't they? They are, kind of. And yeah, they so are, grab a seat, man. They are... Yeah, 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 you can sit there. You I can, asked you... They asked do you me. want beer? Oh, do I want beer? No, do I got coffee, beer? man. I'm yes, good. I want one. Do you want beer, Kevin? I think that uh, he's taking care of me already. You know what I would take, though? Do you guys do shots? Yeah. Yeah, we do shots. Yeah. Why not? I take shots. If you guys do a shot, like an opening shot for what everyone. Let's do one. You have a you like Jäger Jäger I mean, Jäger. Jäger. I, would, I would say Jäger. Jäger myself. You're young Hungarians. You don't like unicum or unicum. Palinka. We can drink a palinka too. Can drink palinka. 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 Ah, look at the 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 CK. The CK. The CK. Coming, yeah, yeah. He's coming exactly, out. Exactly. <laughs> it's reaching I'm his uh, starting, his uh, yeah. his uh, his uh, tribal tribal roots. I can get a third microphone in here if you want, Kev. What do you reckon? But, uh, yeah, you can switch. Because you're a little bit, you're a little bit distant. Ah, I will come. I will come. If you come a bit closer, yeah, I can yeah, sit. Yeah. I can fix the level yeah. of the mic so we can pick both of us up. See my little. I, I, I forgot my stand. I just put a, made a little stand here. You can't hear yourself, but you can now. Listen to that. Okay. It's like having Superman hearing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Can you hear it? Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah. Can you hear you? Yeah, I can. Nice, nice. People think uh, it's like being in another universe with this hearing. It's you, you, you can hear rats scuttling yeah, in the distance nice. if you wanted, and you have the the atmosphere of the bar. You need to be aware though at the level at which you're speaking because uh, you're going to speak much lower with today. That's the thing. I can adjust from here, so like I'm seeing my levels, and I can tell that I'm a little bit off. So if I put my mic here, I'm in the yellow, and if I turn you up and you speak, yeah, okay, yeah, it's, you're in the yellow. It's kind of like uh, the AirPods Pro, you know, the transparency mode. I don't what know is this? They, the AirPods Pro, you know, they have noise cancelling, ah, yeah, but they yeah, can yeah. turn it around. They what? they amplify the sound. Can they? Yeah, they can. AirPods. Ah, the new ones. The new ones. Yeah. Yeah. AirPods Pro, you know. Have you got a pair? Yeah. Can I can I experience yeah. this uh, thing you're yeah, talking you about can. because it you sounds can. fascinating? You can flip. Yeah, you can. So you, you can, can make the sound around you louder. 
Yeah, exactly. And your own voice? Um, you're even hearing style, yourself. Maybe, yeah. So if you um, record something using these, uh, say you're recording on your phone and it's coming through on the iPads, does it come through on like a system? Or I'm is it just sure. for experiencing? I think it's just it's just for experiencing. You know, if you walk outside and you want to hear traffic or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then nice, nice. Oh, shit. What, what, what? Basically, I wanted to say to you guys, it's the fifth time today, it must be 2020, 2022 energy, that I always see the double numbers. Like you now were just 18, 18. Yeah, now it's 18, 19, right? But 18, 18, bro. 18, 18. And uh, today I feel it's like the fifth time, bro. Really? It used to happen, but way less the previous year. What? But this new year, it, bro, almost every day since the new year. What does this uh, mean, man? That's what, a, what does this mean? This year is the year, guys, where energy is gonna change. Oh, something, something is happening. Is the yeah. There is something very important that's gonna happen this year, and we can prepare for Do it. Do you feel that you've had an energy shift since New Year's Eve? Bro, since uh, New Year's Eve, I had an energy shift that brought me inside, it brought me down. Me too, actually. Yeah. I had a low drop after New Year's Eve. But it's very important. Because it was such an, it was, the energy in New Year's Eve for me was burning. I was on fire. Yeah. My body and my spirit and everything happening around me. I literally got hit in the chest by a firecracker that went off <laughs> the street. It exploded at the end of the street and a, a part of it flew up, hit me on the chest, landed on the ground, I picked it up. It was warm, you know? It was still hot. This rubber tube, yeah? Wow. It's part of an explosion. And I was like, man, I f this is me, I feel like I'm on fire. And uh, like, it was afterwards, the, the big calm after the, the big climax of New Year's Eve, which was a little microcosm of the entire year for me in terms of roller coaster exactly. up and down. Exactly. I was exhausted. My energy level, I was sleeping for hours and days. And the, the first day, the first day of the year didn't exist for me. I woke up at 8 p.m. Oh, holy shit. So I was like, okay, time to go to bed again. I, I and then first of, first of the day, first year of the day, gone. Time to go to bed again. Second day of the year, I was a little bit more conscious. I was like, it feels like the first day of the year, but it was already too in. So I was already starting behind the eight ball, but I think my energy was low, man. It's coming back up again, but For sure. I had to recover from uh, right. the ordeal that was 2021. Yeah, I, I feel like my energy is growing since Sylvester happened. It's, Since it's when? getting better and better. Yeah. Yeah. New Year's. It's it changed something. I was I was kind of in a down phase. So what are you building your energy up for? What are you gonna expel it on? I think I think I have to get my life a little bit uh, more in order. Streamlined, you know, in order. In order. Yeah, exactly. Because you gotta I, clean up the apartment. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh. No, no, it's not about tidying up. It's more about um, getting getting to studying and stuff, you know, and not only partying all the time. Do you need a bit so. more uh, length in this? No, it's fine. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah. Ah, so you're partying too hard. Huh? Uh. In Budapest, is there any other way? Budapest is how, amazing. How do you uh, party uh, at a medium level in Budapest when there's every every night there's something going on? There's some open mic, there's some gig, there's some party, there's some pub crawl, there's some bar doing something interesting. You throw axe in some, you sh fucking shoot in others, you have dogs everywhere. Like this place doesn't cater for medium level living, man. Yeah. Not true. even for locals. There, there is so much distraction here. It's, it's like really hard. Yeah, man. And it's cheap too, you know? Yeah. Especially as a German, you know, it's pretty cheap. You, you can't... know, you're not the only one. There's a, a Dutch couple over here who fled uh, lockdown in the Netherlands to come oh, to Budapest, okay. you know? Yeah. This oh. place is becoming an escape zone. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, wow. So it's a double whammy. Nice. Not only is it an escape from uh, tyranny, but it's also already a pretty uh, wild and liberal city, yeah. which is ironic because 
this, the power system here isn't liberal at all. Yeah, true. But uh, yeah, I think Hungarians should uh, be grateful a bit more about what they have in this country, especially the young. They, they carry the burdens of their grandparents about losing land that they weren't born That's such an interesting to topic, man. Yeah. Like, sometimes there's this attachment to the past huh, that doesn't allow us to progress forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but that's, exactly, that's exactly where I come in, because I am actually directly out of this small Can I borrow these for a Yeah, of course. Yeah, because you're Hungarian, but you're German? What, you live in Germany? What, yeah. I, and and my, you were fascinated with the East and West politics. My parents uh, went to um, Germany 20 years ago. Yeah. And I uh, was born in Frankfurt. And yeah. um, I lived there, but um, by having both of my parents um, taking really part in this ethnicity and then keeping the values of it really high. So you had lots of traditions it's, in your family? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I was, I was um, raised pretty traditional and, and really back to the roots and keeping, keeping the values uh, we had. And on the other side, I lived 18 years of my life, and I'm 19 right now, in Germany, which is actually, in my opinion, just the direct different, the other side of everything. Is it, in Germany, are they, is it a, a case of being a bit ashamed of their, uh, their past and therefore traditions there seem to be a bit more um, unstable and their attitude is to kind of adopt new attitudes? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Like, is this a distinct difference between East and West Germany? I think that the Germans after the Second World War, they had a big struggle with, uh, in, any, in any kind of way, keeping their, their dignity high, you know, as Germans. And obviously there were reasons why they couldn't do that. But um, from my perspective, which is actually uh, valuing culture and stuff, I, I find it really sad in which direction Germany went since then. And I think Germany should uh, kind of uh, value their culture more again. You know, they, they could do that. Obviously there was a culture before fucking uh, fascism. Yeah. Obviously there was. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, it's an interesting comparison comparing um, uh, Germany with Japan in the fallout of World War II. It seems like the Germans and the Japanese really just kind of rolled up their sleeves and said, well, we're fucked. We might as well uh, work and build and innovate. Or do things really well. Maybe not have original ideas, steal ideas from the Dutch and the Chinese and actually then uh, make it better. Better cameras, better cars, yeah. better white goods. Yeah, and, you know? and that's, that's what everything is building up. Um, but... In some kind, these these old values get lost, you know. And and my perspective on that is that it, it should be valued, you know. Like how how in, in Munich there is the Oktoberfest and you have pretzels and you have beer. Bavaria seems a lot more um, yeah. uh, proud of their traditions. Exactly. In their dress, their drink, their um, culture. There's, yeah. it, when you think of Germany as the cliche, not the cliche, but the stereotype Germany Frau with the, the, the big dress and stuff. We think Bavaria in Australia. We don't know that we're thinking Bavaria, we're thinking Germany, but it's actually Bavaria. It's Bavaria, yeah. Any other part of Germany. I mean, Berlin has its own identity as a city split, and it's a punky 
kind of messy, really kind of cool vibe, in, uh, especially in East Berlin and especially in Dresden. But I haven't explored the west of uh, Germany like uh, Cologne or anywhere close to the uh, the borders of um, Belgium and uh, Holland. I haven't explored that area much. Is there an identity in that side of Germany, the West German? I think there is an identity because there is there is they they found their identity again in stuff like Mercedes, you know, or, or what like is Mercedes Benz as an example, uh, or BMW, or BMW, yeah, like like the the achievements the Germans uh, they had reached. a quality, they yeah, had a quality, exactly. a high quality of uh, produce and product that. I think was unrivaled in the rest of the world, except for the Japanese. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. These guys, who were the dregs of the World War II fallout, actually seized control back over their economy by making product and being quite robotic about it. Because by nature, these two fascist states in World War II had to be systematic and robotic to function. Yeah. They had to think yeah. like robots. No, you're not human, you burn. No, you're not human, you get tortured in a, a Chinese uh, prison. Like, uh, and then the fallout of that was, okay, we lost, so now we have to go back to robot building and then make everything kind of like about, uh, you know, um, what's the word for uh, capitalism, sorry. Yeah, capitalism, yeah. but but you also have to keep in mind that Germany, as well as Japan, had a big culture before. Oh, yeah. Over, over more than a thousand years, you know, like, like we are talking about, about the big, Japanese big, big imperialist culture. army, man, like the, and the, the, the emperor. And, and, and that's in, in some kind, that's maybe also the reason why they are so much pushing, you know, again, not, not about culture anymore, but the, the Germans have, have to keep their, 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 their I don't know, they, their level, you know, and the Hungarians, by by the Hungarians, by losing so much land and by losing so many people, so much population, they lost so much that they couldn't, and also because of communism, they couldn't uh, go through this this same uh, evolvement back to this this high evolvement or this high evolved state and. Hungary right now is, is, I would say, in the middle in some kind of way, but the Hungarian culture is even older than the German. Uh, so, you know, you're talking about the, the empire, if, if not even yeah. further back, the, uh, exactly. the tribes. I mean, I'm obsessed with early, early Hungarian history. I love the story of the, 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 the riders coming in from the north, from, um, you know, Siberia, from the Ural Mountains. Yeah. I love this idea that they were uh, fire worshippers, they weren't fucking uh, Catholic here, St. Istvans. Before yeah. then, they were actually warriors, marauders. And they came with their horses and bows and even kicked the Roman Empire in there. Dude, they fucking, yeah. uh, they withstood a second attack from the Mongols. Yeah. And they and repelled the Mongols. And After the Mongols came, trashed everything, stayed for a while, left for no reason, came back to take over. And the Hungarians were like, no, we learned uh, from our loss. You're not coming in again. And they actually repelled them. And, and 500 years later, they repaired the Ottoman Empire. Yeah. Which, so, so, you know, you guys are fucking warriors at heart. Yeah. Yeah. I respect warrior culture. Hey, guys, wait, where's, where's Kevin? Where's Kevin? Yeah. Uh, you said um, various um, warriors culture. You know what these, um, 
was the name of this like um, indigenous um, Aboriginal. Aboriginals. You know this one show they do before they um, before they play rock music. Uh huh. What they do? It is a this is the this is not Aboriginal. This is Maori, and this is another warrior culture. My favorite warrior culture in the world is the Maori. The Maoris were cannibals. In New Zealand, in New Zealand, true story. Uh, there was a, a, a race of people living in New Zealand called the Maori, or something like that. It looked like Maori, but it's different. They were the most peaceful people on the planet. There was no war in their culture until the boats arrived from maybe further uh, east from Polynesia carrying the Maoris. The Maoris showed up with tattooed faces, weapons, trench warfare tactics back in the fucking Middle Ages and a taste for human flesh. They ate the Maoris and they conquered. And then when the British came, hundreds of years later, after taking over the Aboriginals in Australia, because they were not a warring people, but they were too scattered and too backward, they tried, the British, to beat the Maoris, but they, the British didn't know about trench warfare. The Maoris taught them that, because the Maoris could not be defeated, even by the fucking English. And so they had to shake hands instead, and the British were like, here, take our guns. And the Maoris were like, we like war, this is even better than our fucking spears. And that's why New Zealand has a Maori culture that still exists day to day with respect. And white people called Pakahas who live in New Zealand are considered guests. Holy shit. That's nice. They're a warring culture, the Maoris. And even in their attitudes, they're big. You can't hurt them. You try all the security in Melbourne are all Maoris, man. All right, yeah. Let's try this sheep, bro. Come on. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Thank you, shake it today. Prost. I don't know if I'm going to show this one. <laughs> it's a nice one. I have a bottle of Palinka at a rock bar on Nuts, near Nutsmizu Utsa that is owed me and it's like 10,000 for the bottle but it is like premium Palinka. Like grandmother's Palinka. My, my grandpa is actually Macon. Mine as well. Back, back, in, back in Romania. This is a tradition that has stayed. Yeah. yeah. They tried to forbid it actually. Um, I think it was in 2017, maybe. No. They tried to forbid it in 2017. Not in 17, later even. Yeah. In 2019 or something. The, they tried to forbid the EU. The EU. The EU wanted yeah, to. Well, they wanted to forbid. Um, How could they do this? How can they do this? Palinka at home. It's, it's forbidden to make it's forbidden it's, to make alcohol at home. And, and it's forbidden to make it commercial and stuff. That's not allowed if you don't have a license and everything. But they I tried mean, this, but it didn't everybody. work. No, they, Hungarian government stepped forward and said, "Guys, no, 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 like this is culture. This is it is. It's a piece of our yeah. being and how yeah, we act. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't take it away. You you can't explain an 80 year old uh, grandpa who's doing panika for 60 years that he should stop it." 
Can you imagine the uproar? Yeah, and, and what, what kind of... You want me, you want me to uh, sign, uh, make a documentation to make my palinka here? Uh, and what kind of values get lost by forbidding something like that? You know what I mean? Like, but luckily the, they, just, they stepped you know, in and they the, said, the, the okay... The of drinking together and, and letting your problem yeah. slide and talking honestly and maybe having a fight or two. Who cares, man? It's tradition. Yeah. And, and every, every family has his own palinka and everybody's competing which palinka is the best yeah. one. And so many variations of yeah. everybody is proud. My my grandpa yeah. is doing palinka, and I have at home. I have also a flask. You know. Take this away from you. Yeah. Are you a musician? Why you're gonna be? I'm a manager, bro. You're a producer. Who's the talent? Who's the talent? Who's the talent? Everybody, everybody. See the talent or you the talent? We both, man. Don't give me that, man. There's talent and then there's facilitators. Would you like to share a joint? We would like to share a joint, man. I thought we were waiting for you to come back. We have three microphones. What? I can't hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you want? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. So we can talk on the on the. Yeah, man, jump on. There's three microphones. Let's walk and then after we... Yeah, 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 sure. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is open, man. I have one rolled already. You already have one rolled? Or is this normal secret? Okay, I'll roll... Let me set up. I'll set up my... We have time, we have time. Yeah, man, relax. Actually, we were waiting for you. I know, we're smoking a joint now. We, we didn't notice you go outside. We, we didn't notice you go outside. I, I said, guys, come, come, come. We, we didn't notice. We did notice it. Sorry, we I thought I, you stood somewhere inside. I, I, sometimes I'm like, hey guys, come on. It's a great song. But I roll another one for you. It's a great song. What is it? Your song. Yeah, of course, my song. No, of course not. Your style? No. I do it. Wait a minute. You want to roll? You want to roll? You want to roll? This is your 2000. Yeah. So, we're going to move to the side. Move to the side? We have a Okay, we can not move Do you want some tobacco? Yeah, I know. Fresh. Buenos, Buenos Club. That's the OG Cuban band. This is a beautiful song. It's a classic. It's an OG song. Yeah, man. Especially when you're driving in the car, because the surround song, it's it's really because are you a sound guy? Because because all these bongos and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like really nicely put in the surround. So it's you know in the in the summer, all the windows are down. You're driving fast, you know, and then like the music, it's 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 a vibe, you know, it's a vibe. It's a it's a bucket list for me actually. I want to drive a convertible through Cuba. Look, those old cars. In Cuba, I want to drive one of those along the coast with this music, this music, and, this music and a big cigar, and the what? And a big, and a big cigar, cigar. 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 laced with cocaine. Oh. <laughs> Why not? When a in man Rome, of culture. yeah. When in Rome, it's good enough for Pablo. It's good enough for me. Okay, let's go for Siggy. We'll be back in a sec, folks. Yeah. 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 
yeah, 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 yeah. So you can almost be a tape recording of a of a sound just to have conversations with certain people. Ah, welcome back, boys. Let me check the audio. All right, sounds good. Let's clear the glasses, hey? Hang on, I'll... Uh, there's a bit left here. Just saying. All right, we're, we're joined with uh, with uh, grace and talent and youth in the form of uh, my boy over here, which, uh, could you tell the audience your name? My name is Citrola. Citrola? Yes, is that your platform, is that yeah. your uh, stage name? Exactly. It's your stage name it's or your producer podcast. name? My producer name. <laughs> yeah, this is an official interview, Kevin. You, you want a microphone? Nah, man. You can always hold it and say nothing. I am you need one, man. you need a microphone. <laughs> I am a microphone, man. All right. If you want to say something, at least we can hear your voice, man. What's up, there is Kevin Martin it's nice to connect with you guys. It's a pleasure to be together to and uh, talk about cool shit, explore, to and feel fun. the energy. You know, Electro over here. This is his nickname. Yeah, I told you he had a nickname. Man. Electro. Electro. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, again, your name? Sid Roland. How do you spell it? Um, S I D R O L E R. Sid Roller. Huh? Sid Roller. Like Sid who rolls. I need a rolling bitch actually because uh, I don't roll very good cigarettes and um, if I had someone who could roll actually my girlfriend well here's the thing my girlfriend is the the best roller I've ever met she uh, learnt in Morocco Uh and uh, and she but she's so high and mighty because she's the queen of Budapest I call her the queen of Budapest she hates that name but she actually is the queen of Budapest um, there's a metaphor for that. Uh, she refuses to be my rolling bitch. So I need a rolling bitch so I can roll my product, so I can uh, share my cigarettes with the city I of Budapest. I can roll you one, but I can't be your bitch. <laughs> nice, you didn't you put your hand up there. Uh, uh, yeah, you did, officially. No, you, you produce music, you're a sound mixer, and you're a spark. You're the type of person who says, wait, stop freestyling. Then you plug in your laptop, play a YouTube video with exactly. a backing track and say, now do. As often do. as I can. Ah. So is that, how did you uh, get to know this guy over here? That's an interesting story, actually. It's the best story, man. It was the first night out in Budapest. And when? When? It's like 2020, February, beginning of February. COVID times? Yes. Nice memory, man. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And like it was like in M- M- Morrison's because every Morrison's, Morrison's, <laughs> Morrison's yeah. Monday, exactly. Uh, Monday Erasmus party. How much is the ticket? It's like uh, if you go with a group, you get like a. I think you pay what a thousand? No, three thousand each, and you get to drink all night. What? I didn't yeah. knew it. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but but like one beer, one hundred fifty forints. I know. Until, until I know. 11 o'clock, one beer costs 200 points. I know. They, they, it's irresponsible of them. It's irresponsible. Like, the place is a maze, man. Like, you, you, when I used to do, uh, I was supposed to do karaoke there on Mondays that night. I was the one hosting karaoke. Nice. I was going to. I, I did it for one night and I was like, this is a fucking bunch of amateurs, fuck off. And uh, then I was barred from the bar. I'm actually barred from there. I can't go there. They're the same people who run Udvarum, and they're the same people who run uh, Fuge. Anyway, so um, what was I? Where was I going with that story? Yeah, you get lost there, man. It's so many places you could go. Yes. 
I used to go on that balcony above the, the main area where you can roll a split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually where we met. That's, that's where we met, uh, man. Uh, exactly. Like, because like, you weren't smoking all my friends, together, yeah. Exactly. Because all my friends, they wanted to go to the um, to dance floor, but I wanted to smoke like one last cigarette, and I went alone to the smoking area, and there was like it was crowded. You know? yeah, so I didn't knew, I didn't know where to where, where to stand, you know. Yeah. So I kept going, kept going, and there was a plateau. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. it was full, and there was one guy alone in the middle with one cigar. Uh, and I knew I had to go to this yeah. guy and talk to him. And, and this oh, was Kevin, man. No, you had a sick bullshit. Exactly. This motherfucker standing there with a the cigar. You know? uh, I kind of liked the feeling of smoking a cigar and just relaxing. And uh, from there, with uh, Sido, we just had this train of thoughts, you know, about life, about business, about future. the future, about energy. And we just explored, you know, like really. So it was a match, great it was a match in made in heaven. Very you know, nice, uh, very nice. Okay. A match made in Morrison. A match made in Morrison. And you know, you know because Morris. of him, I met so many people here. I had the greatest year in, in Hungary, you know. Even even there was Corona, it doesn't matter, you know. I had the greatest time just because of him, you know. It was like kind but of do you, destiny, But do you, you live know? here? Uh, no, I'm back in Hungary, in Germany. No. Uh, so you're all uh, visiting from Germany this t this period. Exactly. Until when? When do you go back? I'm going tomorrow. Oh, possibly. Really? Yeah. Uh, well, tonight has to. What time tomorrow? Uh, like eight in the evening. Ah, oh, then you can have a big night tonight, then, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can sleep it in, man. Yes. If it's eight p.m., that's what, like uh, seven. You got to be there by seven. No, no, no. Yeah, five, like, five, uh, like five, six, seven, eight. Uh, no, he's six, six, six. He, yeah, he maybe seven. to me too because he's staying at my place. Ah, where, where do you? But where? That that also depends. Where in the city are you? Your seventh district. It's in the seventh. Yeah. Oh well, then fuck. You saw it. Really man. great. Yeah. I know the best kebab shop in Budapest you could go to before you uh, head home after you've had too many drinks. Shop, the, the, the Greek one. No. Shop, no? No? Across from there, man. Oh, They're number okay. two. The, okay. the Greek boys, in my opinion, are number two. Okay. I like them. Okay. But uh, we had a bit of an altercation, let's just say. <laughs> because they used to send one agent who is a Spanish guy over from there to the other place to talk to people outside to get them to come over to their place. So uh, when I found out about this, because I discovered the guys across the street and they do cheese with their kebabs, which I like. Oh. The others oh. don't, yeah. Oh. And, um, and I ended up being friends with them. And when they told me the story, I was like, okay. So I went over straight away and started talking to their people and bringing them over to the fucking Alanya. And their agent, the Spanish guy who looks like Moriarty from Sherlock Holmes, he was like, hey man, I know what the fuck you're doing. Don't fuck with me, I'm from Spain. And I'm like, all right, uh, and no. sorry, but you do your job, I do mine. Doesn't matter that I do it better than you. Don't be mad, Mr. Spaniard. You just settle down. And I'll do what I want. And maybe if you don't cross this road, I won't cross this road. How about that? Since then, we've been friends. Nice. But it's number two, actually. Number one is Alanya Kebabs, man. Okay. Nice story. I, I often saw that. Guys, 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 I feel uh, the purpose coming in. You mean so, Matrix? Exactly. You want to talk about Matrix? Uh, do you guys want to talk about uh, the Matrix, the Metaverse, the future? Yes. Uh, Facebook's now called Meta. Uh, Meta is, uh, is now uh, on everyone's tongues. I sing about it in one of my songs. Uh, it's a lyric in one of my songs. And uh, wow. it's true. Uh, people who uh, look at my representation... Can you sing the lyric right now? Um, uh, Metaverse is realer than the air we breathe. Metaverse is realer than the air we breathe. Mm. Unfortunately, 
Mm. It's an irony line. It's like, uh, it's unfortunate that people believe shit on Facebook and believe that your representation is real life when really a face-to-face is a completely different uh, experience. First, when you said uh, head, I heard uh, something like I saw AI, artificial intelligence. What do you mean? In uh, the Matrix? I don't know, man, but that's bring me to the we point. We are already in the Matrix. You know, Here I was contemplating the other facts. Are we in a video game? Are we in a movie? I'm uh, making a movie right now in my head. You guys are characters in it. Like, my universe <laughs> is from my eyes, and I hear and feel and touch everything from me, and I try and uh, attract... You see, the thing is, uh, when people find out you're a writer of stories, mm. you don't have to imagine characters. Real life come to you. Real characters exactly. come to you. That's I mean, the best. That's the best. Life writes really. the best stories. Exactly. And I mean, if you practice the art of observation, and if you look carefully, look around, and you listen yeah. to people, and you record and you document, like I record everything, like this podcast, this fiction, this, this non-fiction becomes more interesting than fiction. Bro, you can't imagine what kind of story is happening like right now. Exactly. I mean, like at that table over there. At that table over there. This guy on his computer. Everyone's got an adventure happening. The thing is you have to tease it out. You have to show it. You know what? what there was one time I was tripping on just thinking about it's, it's just like in a video game that everybody's rendering yeah, a, a yeah. certain amount of space around himself yeah. and the rest is not existing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, you're, and you're walking around and the other one is rendering another part and if you come together it gets one, you know. It's, it's two universes like, united. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Two so, universes united. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you think of it like... Um, Ah, it's like The Sims. You know The Sims video game? (laughs) Nice, I love them. Now, if you're an online gamer, you can play as your perspective, and that's your universe. You're playing online as well. You've got your universe created. That's kind of what I think it's like. Like, I'm not saying that no one else exists, except for what I see. You are all existing in... But uh, but I exist in your universe, so it's all about just these but different I, perspectives colliding, and every perspective is a different universe. Yeah. It's the multiverse yes, exactly. via perspective. Exactly. exactly. I, I always think about Minecraft. Yeah. How, I was how? playing Minecraft back then, and there you have a server, and you render chunks around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You build your environment. Yeah, exactly. There's a theory, quantum theory, that when you turn your head. And your mm. eyes and observation nice. face away. Behind you, mm. reality uh, gets thrown into chaos. Everything exists in every point possible. So everything's like a, like a static, like a fuzz. Yeah, yeah, that's very now, interesting. Yeah. Behind, my, behind, behind our heads, it's like that for us. For you, you see behind us, so you're observing that, so it falls into place. It all locks into place. But behind you, you for you, it's fuzzy. But we can say, you know what I mean? I know. I, I honestly, I would think about it in another way because I'm sitting on the, inside the, topic. on the opposite Please. side of you, but I'm rendering what's behind you. Exactly. So it's rendering. It's there. It's actually there. So I know what's happening behind you. You're, you're, you're rendering it into place it's by observation. It's the difference between a waveform and a, and a you know, the split uh, experiment the they did? The particles, yeah. When they, when they put the beam through the, the slits, and sometimes they were um, particles, and sometimes they were wave, but they changed depending on if there was a camera. Yeah. yeah. And a point of observation, not even a human eye, just, but a camera. camera. It changed itself. It knew it was being watched by something. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? So it begs the question, when a, fo- when a tree falls in a forest and there's no one around to see it, not even an animal, does it, does it, it really do it? Yes, and that's why, 
you need to meet and talk with as many people as you can. You know, that's why when I when I think about like an, an racist person, you know, I think yeah, about like that. how much does this guy lose? You know, how much you know he he, he could have such great conversations. How many wall, so How many people, doors does know? he keep closed? Oh, it's lost. It's lost opportunity. Exactly. You know, like the, this whole mixing of cultures and things. That's why traveling is so important exactly. because you're you're making like a, a a curry, you know, a curry of culture <laughs> with all the flavors and all the Look, different imagine, perspectives. Imagine you just like chicken nuggets. Man, you just eat the nuggets, same you know? thing every night. Bro, I could eat cheeseburgers every night. You don't have ketchup on it or curry sauce. Imagine, you know, you lose, you lose so much. No German sauce, no Indian sauce, no no Pakistani sauce, no Italian or meatballs. No, you're German, but what's your background? What's your background? You have a yeah. My dad's Hungarian. My mother is from Tanzania. Tanzania. So I'm the only German in my family. Wow. We are joking. So you're just as complicated as I am. You're complicated. You're not well, you're not, not Nigerian background. Uh, there German, is a lot of uh, there is a wow. You know, sometimes it's even weird because uh, I really look at my experience in a close way, and uh, I experience a lot. But sometimes it's hard to say where are you really from. You know. Yeah. You know, like where am I from, and what does it mean? Yeah. Wow. It, it should be like this. Where did your parents fuck? Yeah. Where where what kind of. Uh, uh, <laughs> What kind of social constraints did you yes, have around Italy, you? Italy, Italy. Yeah, that's Italy for what me. What kind of culture we were surrounded by? What kind of buildings? What kind of food? What kind of humor? What kind of uh, exactly. attitudes? What no, kind of parenting? And that's why. That's why. Yeah. Like for example, I'm really grateful. Sorry, I'm really grateful that I'm like three ways. You know, I, yeah. I got the Hungarian, I got the African, yeah. the Tanzanian, and your the German. Spice. There's your flavors again. And so, so my family, or like I, just took from everything the best. You know. Uh, because like Germans are like kind of cold, you could say, and stuff, you know. So you know, like I got but organized from, from all the words. Yeah, but, you know, but like you know, you just get a bigger person the more resources yeah. you have, you know. If you guys want to share that mic, yeah, of course. That's yeah. an easy way if you can kind of you know, and you quiet in the background over there. We've noticed. I noticed the quiet ones. You know, I get this right. In a hundred years, there's a, there'll be no such thing as a black or white person. Think about that. I mean, it would be seriously sad. in a hundred years. In a hundred years, there will be enough interracial mixing that it'll be all. We'll be all like cream colored and, and like freckles. And seriously, man, it in a hundred. Maybe, maybe five hundred years. Bro, in a hundred years, we're gonna be mixed with somehow, alien species mean, and stuff. Oh fuck, like man! Don't get started with that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We're gonna have purple skin, three eyes. I, I said to them, we're gonna be mixed with an alien, with alien species in one hundred years, maybe. You know, like who knows? <laughs> this is like the uh, like why not, bro? Like it's, guys, it's a possibility. This is like that movie, uh, the Aliens prequel, Prometheus, when the aliens came and they they dissolved into the water and eventually became life. That eventually became us. That we went back to remember no, I didn't this movie it. Prometheus. No, I didn't. Show the you opening that. scene is like uh, planet Earth in the year ten billion whatever, and it's a paradise. Wow. There's no life though, and you and it's all like volcanic and and there's water and lava, and this UFO shows up, drops off and. Perfect specimen of a human, huge muscular man with no hair, white skin, black eyes, and he takes this pill and he dissolves and flows into the river, and the first spark of a fucking bacteria life form forms from that dissolvement, and that what is how fuck? life started. What the fuck? <laughs> this is this is the opening scene of the movie. Unfortunately, it's an average movie because it turns into a thriller. 
like a like an alien ripoff. But the whole point was that we were seeded. Okay, that's you know Amazon Prime The Expanse, the series. Yeah, ah, The Expanse. Yeah, it's a brilliant I, TV series. Right now, I haven't I'm, seen the new I'm season. Watching it like all the time. Have you seen the latest season? No, I good. I, I haven't I, either. I just I just started four days ago, but I'm already at season four. <laughs> I love the woman with the voice. You know, you know, like she's a. How could you do this to the planet? I'm. Uh, you should actually have. Uh, practice more diplomatic community when we're you know like the the Indian woman and I love the the, the, the psychopath the sociopath what's his name the bustle with oh the one who's always killing but somehow yeah. has a soft yes, yes, yes. somehow yes he he's, 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 he's a bad good guy he's a bad good guy he's like a killer have you he's seen just, this show Kevin he, he literally he is, he's, he's not caring about anything he just shoots somebody in the head but, but he's a good guy he has, he has conversations where you notice he's like just also thinking and doubting yeah. himself. Did I do is the right okay? thing? Did yeah. I, did did I, I shoot, shoot somebody? Is it, and he would talk to his crewmates like, I shot that person, I killed him. Was that the right thing to do at, in this instance? Because I didn't feel anything, but I feel like people are treating me weird, like I, I did a wrong thing. Can you help me? And they're like, yeah, the guy stole your socks, man. You didn't have to shoot him. Oh, so stealing isn't worth uh, not your socks, man. Maybe if he stole your house and that, maybe. But yeah, this is the kind of the conversations <laughs> yeah. they're having in the show. It's fucking cool, man. I, I really and he's a like good the, guy. He's actually a good yeah, guy. He is. But I really like the scene where he's talking to the the black woman. You know, oh. He's always going with. He's a. He, he, he has a. He has a love. Yeah, guys, guys, stop, stop. What, 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 what? what? I'm tired of this shit, please. What is this? I hope it's fake, bro. A COVID testing site at the Getty Center has detected LA's first case of fluorona, a combination of influenza and... This is fake news, man. Fluorona! <laughs> no, <bro>. Fluorona! <laughs> Read this shit, bro. No. Bro, the game posted this. Fluorona. Hey, David. <laughs> David, Robbie. David, Robbie. Such a bullshit. David. What the fuck, bro? There is a new case of uh, a new type of variant of the coronavirus. It's called the fluorona. fluorona. It's a mix fluorona. of the flu and the coronavirus. It's coming. That's we just got a new update on yeah, the on the metaverse. This time, it actually this disease it actually cures you of the flu or corona, but it still has a scary name. We must vaccinate against yeah. it. We can't be not too only, healthy. Not only have to vaccinate it, we have to get in a lockdown again. We have to be locked down more to be given the virus. We have to lock ourselves in our home. It's the easiest way. He <laughs> said. Catching syphilis. Right. Man, I was interested because it said the cover of your book. That actually would be a better cure, yeah? Just having what sex against corona. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? Just uh, give the old folks a nice funeral that they can go to, they can attend. I love it. And then you, send them on their way, man. People are, people are too old. People don't even want to be old. Most of the people above 80, I know, are fucking miserable. They want to die. They don't want to sit in their um, homes that their sons and daughters have put them in. I, because I'm, actually, I'm actually right now caring for someone. Now, here's the thing. 
Woman or man? Man. A man? 89 years old. Living with leukemia for 15 years old. Does he have a joy in life still? No. Honestly, honestly is not. And I'm, I'm the only far away relative to him. And um, he, he broke down like four months ago and uh, because of his, his uh, cancer. And uh, we didn't know where he was. We actually needed to search him through police. He ran away. No, he didn't run away. He, he, he didn't take his phone and was taken to a hospital, you yeah. know, and, and yeah. we didn't know where he was because his relatives, his family is like really not in touch with him. So he's alone apart from you. He is, he is alone and old and ill, really, really ill. Yeah. And I am the only one who is there and um, he actually went there and, uh, and he gets a lot of medicine. I'm, I'm putting together his weekly plan, you know, because... So he has his pills Monday, Tuesday when they get head One food. day he takes, I think, 11 pills oh. or something. something to like what end? To stay suffering? Does he want to live exactly. or not? No, because... I, or I don't know if he wants, because on the one hand, his head, his, his brain is working, you know? That, and that's the only reason why he's alive, I think. But can because he still he, learn? You know these brains, uh, they must function on, uh, on challenges. That's why old people who do puzzles and stuff like that, this is good for their brain. Because the brain needs to be teased into action. Yes. If he doesn't have uh, the capacity to learn because he can't see the puzzle or he can't listen to the riddle or he can't uh, practice his, uh, his, his thinking no, and his, wait, his wait. brain, then it's shutdown mode, man. No, you know, one sec, one sec. Oh, don't tell me. This is good. Someone's pranking and trolling the universe. For me, it's all a prank. For me, it's all a cosmic prank. Uh, a cosmic prank? If, if, they, if they go to Florona Town with this, if this is real, then uh, we're definitely laughing this one off. Now, you know, you know what's keeping him alive? You, you, just, said, you just said puzzles. Yeah? Um, he was collecting his whole life. He was a philatelist, you know. I don't know. I don't know if you say that. What like is this? this? What is this? He's he is he is collecting, and you know, if you collect stamps, an example, ah. then you're. Uh, I don't know if it's if, if it's the name in English, but philatelist. We can say hoarder, but maybe a, he's a collector. And what is he collecting? He was collecting, and he also lived in Romania. And he even got imprisoned because of his uh, stamps collecting what? for two months because Why? in the communist regime he had um, he had um, other other money you know from outside the country in form of stamps and that's the reason why he got into he got in prison for the show so but he he always was collecting so much that he even got in prison just think about that what the fuck yeah but today that's still what's keeping him alive because he's not puzzling he's still collecting money you know like silver uh, i don't know he has he, he, trinkets he's always he's always he's on the hunt always going always always okay well that's different look that's the reason why. now this is beautiful for him 
And your relationship with him is also beautiful. You're learning and you're learning about life as well through this experience. There's a, a book called Tuesdays with Mori. You know it. It's a journalist. You read it. So a journalist uh, uh, sits on the deathbed of his mentor for weeks. Uh, and uh, he learns and through his discussions about his perspective on life. And this is a value for this human being to pass this on to someone who then writes a book and inspires millions of people. There is a value to his existence, yeah? You're, uh, it sounds like if you're the only one seeing him, then his uh, value beyond collecting some stamps for himself is to uh, have an influence on you. And then you, you spread that influence throughout as well. It's, it's a big experience, especially just... Uh, I. He's relying on me to bring him his medicine, you know, yeah. and to, to, to put it together in the right way and to take yeah. him to the hospital and yeah. stay with him for six hours straight. I have you know, the same kind of relationship with a man on the street who is not old, who is my age, who has lost everything twice, who says his son's dead, but metaphorically we found out, who's an alcoholic. Who I got a... His name's uh, Alex. I call him Ra's al Ghul. He's a street fighter. He's a nomad. He lives on the street. He's an alcoholic. He uh, survived one of ten uh, trucks blowing up in Iraq when he was serving as an assistant to a doctor when he was in his 20s. He uh, met a woman, had a son. The woman didn't want him around because he was drinking too much, so they fled to Austria. He got stuck homeless in Budapest, and he knows a little bit of English. He's actually uh, a foster kid from uh, Ukraine, so he speaks Russian, he speaks a little bit of English, and he speaks Hungarian. And he ended up in hospital because of the, his pancreas gave out because he was drinking too much. And I'd already befriended him by then, so I was at the hospital every second day. He would ring me, Joshua, Joka, Joka, I need you to bring uh, juice and uh, cigarettes. Can you bring? I'm like, fuck's sake, man, all right, fine. Even though I had shit I had to do, I would show up. We'd sit, we'd smoke in the yard, and he would say, new life, Joka, I need new life. After three days of being in the hospital, and they were drip feeding him this vitamins and medicine and no alcohol, in three days, he was better. He was like a, a, a straight back, clear-eyed, strong, intelligent, wise man. Yeah. And I kept going and seeing him. His doctor slowly let him out of the hospital. When he walked out, he walked into a job that my girlfriend gave to him by cleaning her bars. And he yeah. would work fucking hours every day. He made 80,000 florins in two months, cash. And then decided to drink one night, lost it all, and got in a fight, and uh, we nearly broke up as friends, and he lost his job in 24 fucking hours. And now my plot twist to the story, this man I'm talking about, who's collecting, this, this, this uh, drive to collect is actually what, what kept his brain healthy, but on the other hand, he has, I don't know, in German, it's called Messi syndrome, which is where you cannot let go of anything. And in his flat... He's a hoarder? Everything. You, have to everything. Like you don't just collect it, but you can never, never, ever sort it out. He, like it's an, it's a, you know, an when illness. he passes, what happens? He literally collects everything. He collects. What happens when he passes? He have to, because my grandfather was the same. His garage was full of trinkets. Full. It was like walking into a fucking, um, like a, a museum, right? Yeah. Now, like, and another guy as well was like this. It's, it is a, a, a mental condition. The thing is, what happens when, when my grandfather passed, God rest his soul, my father, the fucking tight ass, seized every item and sold it on Facebook 
marketplace. It took him two years to sell the last item. And they couldn't leave, they couldn't move to the sunnier weather for my grandmother once her husband, my grandfather passed, until all of this stuff was sold. He, instead of just putting it somewhere or selling it en masse, he fucking went through and tagged every single item. It was oh, pretty disgusting. No, actually, actually, that's not possible. With, with my case, it's not possible because um, by by us, by me and my family being the only ones who care for him, yeah. he um, and he's also a relative, but a far away relative. He uh, he testimated that he will give everything to us. Wow! So you're gonna have a museum. But the situation is that he has. Bless you. Bless you. That he has three flats. Which which are not even accessible. You know, you you, you, you can't open, open the door. door. You cannot go inside. They are so wow, much packed up really. with stuff. This is like stamps, in Indiana. That's amazing. You know, in Indiana Jones, when uh, when the op- the end scene of Indiana Jones, there's a, 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 an endless factory of boxes yeah. that the artifact gets lost in. It's unbelievable. So yes. this like is I, what you're gonna you, you're gonna have to deal with one day. Like I, you have I, to make a museum or some kind of legacy yeah. or something for him. I I went to I went to his place because. I'm caring for him and everything and I, I was just like do you have um, how do you call it vinyl you know the, the not CDs the big one you know oh, the old vinyl, records. vinyl yeah. you know he instantly found three players I could take wow. they were all working you know and, and, he, and he also told me he also told me he has somewhere a big collection he doesn't know in which flat Either here in Budapest or in. He in, has another in, one outside of the city. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, not, not outside the city. It's in Romania. You know, what? he lives there. You know, it's back in. It's in. It's in Brasov. Brasov. Yeah, you know it's Brasov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has a flat in there too. I know a guy who started all the skate parks between uh, Brasov and Sibiu and um, Timișoara. Yeah. I had a. I got a, a hitchhiked a ride from Brasov to Timișoara with him because he was driving from Brasov. Timisura via Sibiu to check in on the development of these uh, skateboard areas because of his friends who ran skateboard shops in those three cities and he was the nicest fucking guy I've ever met man and we didn't swap Facebook at the end this was in 2013 we didn't swap Facebook details we thought it's been the most perfect journey let's say goodbye and one day we will see each other again but let the, let the winds bring us together and uh, I have a photo of him somewhere and he was a fucking legend man sorry for the tangent but yeah I know Brashov and I know Timishur and I know Sibiu Sibiu's beautiful um, so this guy's you're gonna have all of this stuff eventually and uh, you know what like you should what was I gonna say this is a true story in St Kilda where I grew where I spent last few years of my life in Melbourne Australia it's the roughest area one of the roughest areas in the city they have uh, community towers yeah where they put all the refugees all the uh, ice addicts all of the poor absolute poor families who have nowhere to live except for the street and they pile them in these uh, apartments really low quality doors hanging off Uh, doors broken in half families living in like filth and squalor babies lying in their shit mums with missing teeth injecting and telling their kids to go out and get a job so they can eat this one guy lived in this apartment this, this flat and he had no electricity he used candles 
And one day, he was an addict, but he was a drummer. And one night, he invited me and my friend from Canada to visit his house to do some uh, ice. I'd never done it before, but I was curious. The door... What is ice? Ice is like uh, amphetamines, like uh, very bad, very bad. So he opens the door. There's no lock. He opens the door. And the door pushes open with, with stuff behind it sliding back. Yeah. And you look inside a dark room. This is in the middle of maybe five in the morning. And there is a like a cobweb of shelves and books and boxes. If you wanted to go in and steal anything, you can't even get through. He knows he moves one box and he crawls through like this and he says with a can with a lighter, come. So we crawl into this tiny apartment that is so full of collectibles that he brought over from London and he claims original paintings of Picasso original that he collected that the guy did in 1940 on a napkin and uh, handed it over and he got somehow this old skinny drug addict man whose father's 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 Jewish uh, merchant and he ended up with everything man this was like we couldn't. We sat there with a, a, a candle, and I was looking around. I was like, "If this candle drops, it'll burn the entire fucking apartment building down." Because he he lives in a tinderbox, and he has no electricity, no security, and no one steals a thing. Yeah, it's fucking amazing. No one. Ex I think no one expects him to have anything. How valuable. do you How do you explain? He had like uh, Aladdin, like lamps and fucking like statues, and 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 I said, "What are you gonna do with all this stuff?" And he said, I don't know, my daughter's going to inherit it. And he's, he had a daughter, like a little, uh, like a 12-year-old girl. But he lives in the poorest part of Melbourne, in the poorest building. And he could be worth billions of fucking dollars, the fact that he has all this shit. If, you, if it's to be believed. Yeah, if it's to course. be believed. My, the, the, the old man I'm talking about, he has four one dollars. The first one dollar out of silver. If it's real, one piece of that is worth over two hundred thousand euros. Jesus, you know? man, you, you should and get a, he, you should get an assessor. Look, uh, God bless him. God bless him. One day when his uh, time is up, <laughs> I'm, I'm being a little bit fucking uh, Jewish here. Okay, I'll, I'll stop there. I'll stop there. I'll stop there. All right, guys, I'm gonna take a break. You want to take over? You guys can like here. Listen, put these on. Sydney, Sydney. You can sit in this chair if you want. <laughs> Go be the director. All right, all right. Oh, damn. <laughs> Talk to us. This microphone works as well if you want. Yeah. Hello, hello. Yeah, you can sit back and relax. Mm -hmm. What's your motivation? Huh? So, guys. I'm always How are you going smoking? Um, I might get a drink. Bro, I told you man, my guy Kevin, yeah, Kevin Martin on Instagram, his name is good. Kevin Martin official on Instagram, he's the greatest guy in Budapest, I told you. He's talking to Bro, guys. he's talking to every girl in the city he has. He's the man, man, he's the man. I told you. What does he do? Bro, he's, he's interested in this one Asian girl. In, in which one? In the left one? I don't know. In one of them. Of <laughs> At least one of them. <laughs> and what? I didn't even say. Ah. Um, yeah, man. Like, my... Um, 
Kevin is talking to a few girls. Yeah. It's so difficult to listen to your own voice. But he was actually just passing by, you know? Yeah. He, like, he was taking a phone call. I, I oh. watched him. He's he a shark, a you know? Call. He's a shark. He's not shark. He's a shark. A what? The a animal. He's a shark. A I shark. see. Okay. Exactly. I was like, he was there, taking a phone call. You know, some people, just turned over some people... And on his way? Well, I mean, on his way, okay, they are people, so he stood there and sucks him. I have to learn, I have to learn. To be like, to be like so extroverted, to literally, I, I just even. met him, you, you told me he is, he's good with everybody, and I walk inside here and I'm literally sitting here for two hours now and making a podcast, you know, for <laughs> somebody I don't even yes. know. I mean, he's, a, he's going to hear that. I, I really like it, honestly. He's a great guy. And he does great music. He has like a great uh, um, band, like um, the Nirvana um, genre, I forgot, Grunge. He's a great I, I grunge band. It. I didn't hear it. He does some great music. It's, the, it's, uh, it's not on Spotify yet, but uh, I will push him um, to upload it on Spotify because it's a great music. The world should listen to it, I think. And uh, yeah, I mean, You will hear. You will hear about the band. They're searching for the name. I think it's gonna be. I'm not gonna tell it. But um, yeah, man. I mean, I think he's a great guy. He has the vibes as well as Kevin. Kevin is such a. You know, I think he's not like he's not extra word, ex extra word. But I think he's like. You know, he's like he has like an open, an open um, soul. He's like, you know, like. Even if he isn't getting the number of the girl, he is he is grateful for the conversation, you know? Yeah. Maybe maybe he's taking something about it, maybe he's, he's getting some wipe he haven't got got yet from somebody. You know? yeah, and he will feed from it. But, but most of the time what's hard about that is getting to into a conversation, just starting the conversation. So mm. and that's that's what what's impressing me because I, I would say I am pretty talkative, you know, I, I can talk to everybody and I'm, and, and I'm grateful for talks too, yes. you know what I mean? It's not, okay, if, obviously if I'm, talking to, if I'm talking to a girl, you know, I want her number, obviously, but like, <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's just interesting how he's getting into conversations and he's getting into them so easily that I'm, I'm literally like just looking at him and saying, wow. I mean, when you think about it, you just need to talk. At the yeah. end of the day, actually, at the end of the day, you just so have to you know, so it's it's just they are just um, just how you say like walls in your mind, kind of. You know, I mean, it's easy to say, but uh, we I all think, know it's true. I think it's not um, about about how he approaches, but I don't know him much, but it seems so. I think the word for it is pure. Pure, exactly. You need to be pure. pure. Like, there is no no evil intent. Maybe yes. not even an attempt besides an knowing you. Exactly. And it's so, so freeing. Yes. Actually, we need to take it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think uh, now as I see the owner of the podcast. He's just greeting a lot of people. He's a famous guy here in the bar. I see. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. So, welcome. Did you run out of things to talk about? It's too good. <laughs> Wait, what time is it? I've got 15 minutes and then I'm going to close up. All right, let's swap seats. 
Who records it? The bar here? Me, the podcaster. It closes at, it finishes at eight. But are you live broadcast? It's not live, but um, it's going to be reviewed by me. I, chuck, I cut out all the empty bits and then I put like highlights. So like one conversation went for 20 minutes about this young man and his um, old guy that he was looking after. We were talking about something. Kevin was talking about something. Kevin still wants to talk about The Matrix, but he's talking to two lovely ladies. <laughs> you're talking about, you're doing a podcast, are you? Is everyone doing podcasts here now? What's your podcast about? Uh, my channel and also the uh, Buzz uh, social media page. So Facebook, Kishu uh, Zem. And my channel, uh, definitely on my channel. It's exclusive on my channel first. Oh, now everyone's leaving the podcast to join the pretty ladies. Oh, very, I see what's going on here. Are they coming? Are they? Ah, okay. Clear your beers. So, the fucking internet works, I'll be able to share this shit. Anyway. Okay, please, please come in. Now we have a microphone here, so if you're shy and you don't like holding a microphone, you can just sit back and relax. And if you're a little bit more not shy, you can hold the microphone and talk in it yeah, like this. Yeah, because you don't have this. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I, I ran out of uh, stands. You're right. You don't even exchange names. Aziza. Aziza. I'm Kevin. Kevin. Sonia. And what's your name? Aziza. Aziza? Aziza. Wait, are you guys from the stands? Yes. Yes, we are. I thought so. Let me guess. Yeah, yes, yes. Uzbekistan? No. Turkmenistan? No. Uzbekistan? No. The last Kazakhstan? Yes. Yay! We are. The one I should have said first, yeah. which is a giant fucking country, by the way. Yes, it is. It's huge. I think yeah, it's bigger it's than it's nearly ninth, bigger than Australia, ninth or biggest country in the world. Ninth, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe bigger than Australia. I think bigger. On, yeah. on, maybe not. No. You know, it's a ah fifth one. Okay. okay. You know, Australia is prime more primarily desert, yeah. And Kazakhstan as well. Is it desert uh, as well yeah, in Kazakhstan yeah, or not? More like the step. It's the steps, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but there are like um, kind of a lot of different regions. Like yeah. it's, a, oh, it's a step, it's a desert. It's I'm like fascinated with this whole part of the world. I'm fascinated with all the stands. I want to go to all these areas, and I want to end up in Mongolia. Actually, you know, ah, I think yeah. I gotta. I feel like I have a past life in the steps. I want to see the steps. I want to stand on. The, I want to step on the steps. You know. Yeah. I want to step on the steps. Yeah. This so, is something. Uh, yeah. Uh, something you can't experience in other places because step is like huge. And it's, mind a, it's, it's open yeah. and it's is it flat? Yes, it yes. is. So there's no step formations anywhere. Uh, just Minor. maybe a bit, yeah. But and is it farmland or just wildland? Wild. Wild. Yes. Most, in most cases. Yeah. What animals are roaming around here? What again? Mainly animals. animals. Uh, mainly uh, there are some kind of antelopes. I don't know its name in English, but there are some kinds of. Weird uh, antelopes. Not not, uh, not wildebeests. You know wildebeests. Uh, no, not like this. Wildebeests are pretty cute. Step is very friendly. Is safe. 
Yes, yes. You can't. Um, can you live there? Do people live there? Yes. Is there towns? Yes. So there's towns? There are towns, villages. Okay. What is a village like? You drive in and do you have like uh, dirt roads or made roads? Dirt roads. Okay. Usually. And are they little houses, little buildings yeah. or like? Little houses, buildings. Like yurts? Yurts? No, in Kazakhstan <laughs> people don't live in yurts. But in Mongolia there are some Kazakh people who live in yurts but not in Kazakhstan. Ah, there's Kazakh so people in Mongolia. Soviet Union, the many chances could be changed. You know what I love about this whole thing? It's because uh, Genghis Khan obviously went around and fucked a lot, right? Yeah. So like the mix, the mix of Mongol and almost like Turkish, almost Ottoman, almost mm -hmm. like all of the, even Hungarian. The mix that it's made for the the stands and the Mongolians. There's actually there's, a series. Did you look mixed? You look mixed. Yeah. Are you talking about? There, um, yeah. There's a series that yeah. the uh, Mongols are kind of relatives to us because they were like uh, your Mongolians, the, the uh, Hungarians, yes. and uh, they are related to Kazakh people. Of course. Like, we believe uh, to we believe in it. <laughs> there are different tribes. There used to be a different tribe, and they're still actually now like different tribes of the Kazakhs. Yeah. Uh, like families. Is it the same? Were they the Kazakhs? Like all there was a tribe, there was a tribe like called the Khazars, but maybe there's all, yeah, okay, there's other so, tribes within Kazakhstan yes, area, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. And for example, there were one tribe uh, called Kipchak, Madias. Kipchak. Yes. Madias? Yes. And so there's a series that like, uh, Hungarians are those Madias. Are they the Pencheks? No, the Pencheks. P-E-N-C-H-E-G-S. Um, I'm not That's sure. another tribe name from South... Like, man, yeah. I'm fascinated with this man. This is maybe what the Russians called us, I don't know. Mm, uh, Russians called us Pechenegi. Pechenegi. Yes, yes. Ah. But we are... Uh, yeah, this is Russian name, but uh, yeah. Do you speak Russian? Yeah. Yeah, we do. Okay, da. And is it your mother tongue there, though? We no. have, yeah. We have a Kazakh language. Which is? Which is Turkic. Turkic? And how do you say, uh, how are you? Kalaisin. Uh, Sorry? Kalaisin. Kalaisin? What a nice way to say, how are you? If, you know, like, uh, I think, how are you so important, yeah? Because uh, in some languages it sounds harsh. And when someone's asking you, how are you in that language, you kind of feel a bit like, like, uh, for example, Hungarian, you know, Hodge, Hodge. It's like, huh? <laughs> In German, what is it? How many? How do you say? Vigets. 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 It's like a threat. Vigets. Komestai. is kind of nice, but I like this one. Kalaisen. 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 And how do you say? What do you respond usually? What do you respond usually? Laksa. Laksa. Jaxa. Jaxa. Fuck yeah, this is cool, man. Okay, and the most important word. How do you say cheers? We don't say cheers. <laughs> you don't we say, say cheers. Like we say the words. Like, Lord of wishes. You. Yes. I heard from this uh, movie I watched about Genghis Khan, a very good movie. Mm -hmm. The reason that the invention of cheers came from uh, him and his uh, enemies or whatever. Yeah, so like the, they would mix. They would mix, yeah. They would cheers by smashing their drinks together and make sure the milk, uh, the drinks mixed. Your beer would go on my whiskey, my whiskey would go on your beer. It's, it tastes terrible, but at least it was uh, proven that there was no poison. Smart way. Such kind of ruins the, you know, if you want whiskey and you have any beer and you know, your beer gets my whiskey. And, yeah, yeah. We drink horse milk. Horse milk? Yeah. Fermented horse do milk, you no eat beer. Horse flesh? Yeah, we do. It tastes, uh, apparently, it tastes very, it's very like tuna, red tuna. 
It's that texture? No, 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 no. Isn't it really bloody and red? And no. Like, um, no? It's actually, it looks darker than the beef, for example. Yeah. Uh, but the taste is better. I think, like, and it's it's so good for your health. <laughs> is it really? Like it's it it has less cholesterol or whatever that is. You have such a Russian accent, man. Yeah, like um, because Kazakh language kind of like the see. I sounds. love when the Russian goes up when they go when they're thinking. Oh, I don't know what I'm kind of thinking, but there's this kind yeah. of like this this intonation which I my um my I call her my stepdaughter, right? She's really just a, a lost uh, Russian girl who's 23 years old, wants to teach Russian and English here in Budapest, who is divorced from her husband she married when she was 17, 18. She's from a village. And she's beautiful. She's a talent. She's an amazing teacher. She's She looks like a model, and she acts on stage, and she's a fantastic, fantastic person. But she's, like, completely useless in Budapest. She doesn't know how to get a visa. She actually broke the... the, the the law she had a visa revoked she didn't know how to get in touch with her employees who apparently were giving her a job she had no money on her uh, she had no money she had nowhere to live she had no credit she was she was fucked right so I ended up kind of taking her in she stayed in the place I was staying at I was house sitting I organized to get her all sorted out so I kind of treated her like a daughter anyway she's she's obviously Russian and uh, she's been talking about Russian words a lot and stuff like that. And I'm trying to, like, I'd like to learn Russian. But it, it doesn't have the same alphabet. Yeah. Do you alphabet guys have, the, do you guys have uh, Roman numerals? No, you have... Uh, no, 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 We currently, Kazakh language uses Russian alphabet. But yeah. we are changing. in the moment of changing into Roman alphabet. Ah, you're going to Roman. Yes. Yeah. What we is really... Is it because of the internet? Uh, no, it's be because of, like trying to be a bit more independent from Russia maybe do you guys feel like uh, your government or your, your okay not government your old people is there an alliance with the Russians no is uh, there a, is the there government a is in alliance with <laughs> Russians but, uh, uh, but who puts the government in power um, is it, demo is it democracy it's, no it's uh, ah, yeah see. we are actually right now we are having something like revolution yes. right, right, right now right now right in this it needs moment. to happen because the young need to uh, overthrow the old in every country the I Hungarians don't think are that, doing it uh, it was uh, the main reason actually the main reason was that after the independence there was only one president so like he didn't change his position for like 20 more years 30 years. For yeah. 30 years. So he had like, the same policies. Yeah, yeah and... Uh, what was his and name? Nusultan Nazarbayev. Nusultan? Nusultan Nazarbayev. We capital is named after him. He, he's he not like the dictator from that movie uh, with such a Baron Cohen who, who acts like um, the dictator. He, is it like this? Mm, I haven't seen that film, but <laughs> he... Oh, the dictator! Oh. Yeah. But, uh, no, he is a dictator. I'm not going to uh, mention yeah. the obvious uh, yeah, Satya yeah, Baron yeah. Cohen connection to yeah. Kazakhstan. I'm not going to even so go there. He is a dictator, actually. But right now... Is he uh, extremist? Or? No. No, he's no, no. no. He's like super nice. We call him... He's like, more tricky. Yeah. Oh, we so call him like guy. daddy. Oh, he's our daddy. He's yeah. a good dictator. He's a, good <laughs> a dictator <laughs> with a golden heart. You can't have a good dictator, so yeah. Why not? You know, like uh, if 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 I was in charge of the world, I'd I'd be a dictator, but I'd make sure that everyone's uh, uh, loved, respected, and uh, taken care of. Now that's my rule. Like Genghis Khan. If you don't do that, then. 
You're out. You can't. You will never manage to do it. Imagine though, but would I be a dictator? Yes. <laughs> but would it be for the benefit of uh, humankind? Yes. Yeah, I'd be Genghis Khan. <laughs> Definitely. Drinks to that. For you being a Genghis Khan. There's a really good TV series called uh, Marco Polo. Have you heard of I've it? I've seen that. They It's closed really it after the first season. I know. And I'm like, why? I know. Actually, no, I think it made two seasons. Maybe after two seasons or yeah, something. And then it, yeah, and then they finished it, but it was so good, man. I fucking love the actor. Do you know the, in Avengers, the guy who's, you know, Doctor Strange? Yes. You know his friend, the, 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 the Chinese guy, Ming or whatever his name is? He plays, uh, he's an English actor actually, he plays uh, uh, Genghis Khan in this TV series and he is fucking brilliant. He's, he plays actually his grandson? No, he plays Genghis Khan. Always is it Genghis Khan's grandson? It was Genghis Khan's grandson. It was the time of Marco Polo, yeah. so I can't he's remember. He's like Kubilai, his name was. Kublai Khan. Yes. Yeah, that's it. It wasn't Genghis Khan. Uh, anyway, guys, uh, it's I have two minutes left, and I have to finish the podcast. So today we covered this. We talked. We, we covered everything except for Matrix 4, which you wanted to talk about. You know why? Why? Because it's not the right moment. Of course, the moment will present itself. Yeah. The Matrix will uh, align its ones and zeros and uh, give us another opportunity. Yes. Maybe next Wednesday. Yes. Maybe yes. next Wednesday. It bombed in the bo in the box office, by the way. It hasn't done any money. What? It hasn't made a lot of money. It's bombed. It's officially a bomb. Have you seen The Matrix 4? No, uh, did you? I haven't seen it, but it didn't work. I thought it was brilliant. But it, it hasn't he was... come out yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it is, it is more about explaining how it works, right? I haven't seen it, but I, that's the, I, what I expect from all this. Expecting spoilers, how we can't talk about it unless I give spoilers away. That'll be for next week. And then, yeah, okay, we had... Um, oh! Look, my friend, you finished, you arrived, we just finished, you left, we started. Benny. Benny. He was the first guest on. He lasted 30 seconds. Then we had uh, Robbie on, and he told me all about the history of the, the use of viruses to control populations. Robbie, over here. He's a, he's a mad historian. He knows everything. He's the, uh, he's the Alexandra Lost Library. He's... And then we talked about, you guys came on, we talked about, anyway, I'm not, I'm, I feel like I'm recapping a fucking TED talk. Anyway, this was TED talk quality uh, podcasting and I am only the one with the microphone. You guys, thank you so much for joining Kevin again, as usual. I appreciate you so much. Being here is always um, an enriching experience because I can learn so much from every speaker. Indeed. And there is the possibility to share amazing space. You should join us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, uh, look, here's, here's the deal. So Wednesday, five to eight, I sit down with the machine. I have a whiskey and a coffee. You're welcome to join anyone who wants to come and talk about whatever the fuck you want to talk about. As long as you take responsibility for what you say, you know, I, it's the only rule. If you get on the microphone and say, hey, um, I want to smoke a joint and uh, inject my veins with uh, heroin. Do you know anyone? Get, no, 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 no. Uh, if you do that on my podcast, it's your fault, not mine. Uh, now, Kevin, what was your name again? Sanya. Sanya. These names, man. This this language from uh, Kazakhstan. This this uh, original uh, sounding stuff sounds like something from a fantasy novel, you know, like uh, J.R. Tolkien. I need to name a princess of the Elven Kingdom of Lothlorien. What should I call her? What was your name again? Sanya. Ah, Sanya. That sounds good. That sounds good. And uh, Aziza. Aziza. 
Aziz, you know, um, Aziz, I like this word. Arabic. Arabic. See, the blend of these cultures. That was one of the topics we talked about, blending of culture. And the uh, our, our, you, you're kind of like the viewer watching this podcast. What, what, did you learn? what did you learn? Well, I learned a lot about uh, talking to people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, open mouth makes sound. You communicate. Very, very good lesson. All right, guys. And what was your name again? Odoram. It's great to listen. Odoram. Man, these fucking names get better and better. Anyway, I've been Joker, and uh, we'll see you next week here. We're welcome to come. Open seat, open invitation. Peace. How do I turn this shit off? Yeah. Hi, right, it's been a while. See you, folks. Bye.